the only poll that matters. Mr. Reagan. So I say poll, but this isn't actually a poll at all. It's a predictive model. As we know, the polling for Trump is abysmal. He's down by 10 points. That's an insane gap. There's no poll that shows Trump ahead at the moment. It's a bit depressing. But are these polls right? They almost all got it wrong in 2016. So did they fix them or are they still way off? I actually think they're worse than ever. Riding in the streets, burning buildings, violence encouraged by Democrat politicians, strict coronavirus lockdowns in Democrat states, many members of the public are sick of the demented politicians reducing their quality of life. That said, the Democrat politicians in the mainstream media are doing a pretty good job of blaming Trump. Conservatives scoff at the absurd claim that the problems we now face are somehow Trump's fault, but sadly, a lot of easily manipulated Democrat voters are buying it. Nevertheless, I do believe there are more sensible Americans than gullible ones. I learned this lesson in 2016 when the media had me convinced that Hillary had the election in the bag. And then, out of nowhere, Trump won. It was fantastic. I was so impressed with the American people. I realized for the first time that the American voting public were indeed paying attention. They were far savvier than I'd given them credit for. And I think in 2020, they're savvier than ever. So what is this poll that's not a poll that contradicts the others? It's a predictive model called the primary model. It was developed by a political scientist by the name of Helmut Norputh and applied to every presidential election in American history. It has accurately predicted the outcomes of all but two. That's a 96% accuracy rate. That's pretty darned accurate. A predictive model uses past data and algorithms to predict future data. Here is the political scientist who developed the model, Helmut Norputh, in 2016. The lone voice among academics and pollsters, journalists and politicians, predicting a Trump victory. Well, he's a professor with a remarkable record of predicting election outcomes. And despite what recent polls say and what everyone in Washington and on television is saying, this man is sticking by his prediction of a Trump victory. Here to explain is Stony Brook University professor Helmut Norpoth. Professor, it's great to see you. Thank you very much for having so me. So you are almost alone. Yes among academics, predicting a Trump win. Not because you're coming out for Trump, but because you have a model that you believe leads to the conclusion he's going to win. Tell mm -hmm. us about this model. How have you arrived at this conclusion? Well, there are two things. Okay, the model is called the primary model. So I take into account primary elections, real elections, how the candidates are performing. And uh, I can track primaries for about 100 years, since 1912. So it's quite a, quite a set of elections. Yes. And it usually turns out that the candidate who does better in his party's primaries or her party primaries beats the other guy who does less well. And so in this election, the primaries that I'm relying on, it's only New Hampshire and South Carolina. Yes. Donald Trump came out on top better than Hillary Clinton in the Democratic race. And that seems so, that seems like a fair yes. measure. And what's the other one? What's the, the other, other one? Predictor? is what I call the uh, swing of the pendulum, the, uh, uh, the tendency after, let's say, two terms of the uh, White House party being in office. Yes. That is a change. And uh, I can track that actually for a longer period of time, for almost 200 years. 
And that also gives a prediction that uh, Republicans are favored this year. So a lot of us in the TV business make predictions, and we say it, and we say we believe it. But do we really believe it? Mm -hmm. Do we believe it enough to bet on it? Do you <laughs> believe your prediction enough to put your money in a legal way, in a betting market, behind your prediction? Yes, I have. I've, uh, I've uh, gone all in in the Iowa market, which is sort of the oldest prediction market where it's legal to do that. And uh, I bought uh, shares for the Republican candidate way, way uh, a long time ago, and I'm sticking with it. So with 18 days to go, are you still confident? Yes, I am. Is your wife upset? Does she think you're going to lose the money? <laughs> or does she trust you? Well, it's, uh, let's say it's a $500 max. So it's not, it's, it's not the house. It's not the, uh, it's not the pension fund, et cetera. So uh, it's, it's, uh, but it is something. How much chaos will there be among <laughs> other professional predictors if mm -hmm. Trump wins? You'll be almost the only person who called that. <laughs> well, I think the only ones are really uh, sort of a big deal at stake are the pollsters. Yes. I mean, because they have, uh, uh, I mean, for them, it's, it's big business. I I mean, for academics, it's, uh, it's different. There are actually quite a, few, quite a few colleagues of mine who also have a prediction that uh, Trump is going is to make it. I'm, I'm not the only one among academics who, who are doing that. Interesting. But, but I won't mention that because some of them are a little, uh, little leery of that. I bet they are. <laughs> so uh, this is Professor Helmut Norpoth. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I want to spell his name. H-E-L-M-U-T-N-O-R-P-O-T-H. Google him. You can read more. Primary you're going to be a hero. Primarymodel.com. Primarymodel.com. If you're it. right, I hope uh, you'll come back. Well, thank you very much, Great Dr. to see you, I Professor. I really enjoyed talking to thank you. Thank you very much. This model is really accurate and really positive for Trump. Do other models show this? Honestly, I couldn't find that many predictive models in my research. This is possibly because political scientists who develop these models tend to lean left and they don't necessarily want to sensationalize an optimistic result for Donald Trump. Also, these scientists might fear being canceled by the woke mob or by an overly left-wing academic administration. As Professor Helmut Norpath says in the video, a lot of models developed by political scientists have predicted a Trump victory, and yet I can't find them. So if Helmut's model is so accurate, and if other models also predict a Trump victory, why are the polls so off? Well, I think it may be because voters are also afraid of being canceled. I have a friend who works in a creative field here in Los Angeles. He's very successful. He's actually famous within his profession. And recently he shifted from being a moderate leftist to being politically hard right. This is primarily because of the riots that tore through LA and are currently raging in Portland and other parts of the country. But he doesn't dare express his frustrations openly. He calls me when he wants to talk politics. No one else. Now, how many Americans out there are like this? Well, according to a recent survey by the Cato Institute, 77% of conservatives are afraid to express their political beliefs. 77%. That's crazy. And apparently, Americans from all sides are afraid to express themselves. But look at this chart. This is very telling. The more conservative you are, the more pressure you feel to be silent. Where I live, in Los Angeles, you absolutely cannot express your views if you're a conservative. It's not 77% of conservatives. It is a solid 100%. And no leftist feels the least bit of fear expressing their hatred of Donald Trump. I heard radical leftist gobbledygook all the time when I used to work in Hollywood on sets. And this was from very important, powerful people. Ironically, I know some very important, powerful people who are strong conservatives out here in L.A., and they can't speak up at all. They are totally silenced. In fact, I was watching TV the other day, and 
I probably shouldn't say this actually, but I'm going to. Uh, there was a, it was this totally left wing propaganda show, just despicable left wing propaganda. And I see this actor who I know personally, big star, and I know that this actor is a hard right conservative, but nobody on the show knows that. And I actually asked them once, I said, are you openly conservative? And they were like, oh, no, 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 I wouldn't work. I couldn't work. So I will not be naming names here today. Honestly, you guys would be shocked at some of the people who are conservatives here in L.A. And they're passionate about politics, and they absolutely abhor the corruption and the ethical vacuum of Hollywood. These are very good people, but, I mean, I can't really talk about it, so let's move on. My point is that conservatives feel totally silenced in America today. We feel like somehow if we express our support for Donald Trump, there will be negative consequences. So many of us stay quiet. So far, I haven't seen a reasonable way for pollsters to account for this problem. But there's another major reason why the polls get it wrong. Enthusiasm. There is a massive enthusiasm gap this year. Trump supporters are stoked to vote for Trump. You know you are, and everybody watching this video, if you're a conservative, none of us can wait to vote this year. I'm actually doing a video coming up that illustrates this problem for the left, so I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but no one is excited to vote for Joe Biden. No one. I don't even think Joe Biden is excited to vote for Joe Biden. This is a huge factor, and actually it's one of the things that the Helmut Norputh primary poll measures. The poll measures the margin of victory in each party's presidential primary. And this is a strong indication of how much enthusiasm there will be for that candidate in the general election. Think about the Hillary Clinton situation. Trump crushed his opposition in the primaries. Nobody else came close to beating him. Ted Cruz did the best with 25% of the vote. And Hillary certainly beat Bernie soundly, but Bernie still got 43% of the vote. That's pretty dang good. And the DNC even cheated to give Hillary every possible advantage. And Bernie fans were loyal, and they did not like Hillary. They felt utterly cheated. Helmut's model accounts for voter enthusiasm by using the primary results. It's brilliant. So don't pay too much attention to the polls. It's not to say that you can just sit back and relax and watch Trump coast to victory. You still got to get out there and vote. But, I mean, who among us aren't going to go vote? I mean, we get to go vote for Trump again. Uh, it's an honor and it's a privilege. I can't wait. And before you mention in the comments, yeah, I, I know the whole thing might be spoiled by Democrat cheating with vote harvesting and other nefarious methods. And certainly coronavirus changes things a little bit. And to be honest, if you were running against anybody else, I might be a little bit worried. But against Biden? Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Kingswood Community Center. Actually, that's the one down I used to work as a joke. You didn't know where we were. Anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's great to be here and uh, back uh, to the place where, uh, you know. Uh, I think the Democrats could do better if they had nominated a piece of wood. Just wait to the debates. Once, the deb <laughs> Once we get through the debates, I think we'll all recognize Trump's got this in the bag. But, but, remember, you do have to vote. All right, well, that's it for me. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just they know so much that is not so. Good night. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said if we lose that war and in so doing lose this way of freedom of ours, 
History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening.